Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. Let's go Monday. Let's go Monday. I feel like I get one solid day from you on the intro. <laughs> and it's Friday. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so tough. But I'm trying. <laughs> Casey, how was your weekend? The weekend flew by. It was just Friday. Yeah, it was quick. It was they usually are. Friday. It was very chill, though. It was very much like hang out with the family, hang out on the couch, yeah. which I needed. How was yours? I had my first cheat meal. Oh, yeah. From my 100 days of sweat. You're crazy. And had... Uh, Thai house from Columbia. It was the best. I don't know why. I just got a craving for it earlier in the day, and I was like, we getting them noodles tonight. Oh, yeah. Let's go. I feel like that is one of my favorite cheat or treat yourself meals. Yeah. It's always Thai house, or at least some sort of agent. Are they called crab yum yums? Crab, crab rangoons. Crab delights. <laughs> crab delights. Yeah, yeah. crab's also good. Crab yum yums. We, <laughs> we had a whole conversation about how there's like zero crab yeah. And all cream it's cheese. It's just cream cheese it's, and like... And the sauce. They oh. pass it off as a crab product. So, <laughs> crab product inside, kind of. Uh, so delicious and a great weekend. We're going to get this week started off. It's going to be hot these next couple days. We're Ugh. back into heat advisory land. So here we go. We've also got Jason Aldean tickets, Chris Stapleton tickets up for grabs with Remy versus Casey this week. And... Oh, yeah, the $1,000 thing is back. Oh, yeah. We'll give you another keyword at 7 o'clock to win $1,000. And then six times throughout the day, your chance to become a thousandaire on 92.3 <laughs> Remy and Casey. All right, Casey. I blame you 150% for this new addiction. Okay. Um, so Friday night, wasn't sure what to watch. We usually watch like a movie or something on Friday nights. And a little voice popped into my head. And it was Casey. Mm-hmm. And it said, you should watch the Outer Banks show on Netflix. That's not how I sound. <laughs> then you but say you it. Should. <laughs> you should watch Outer Banks on Netflix. It's so good. So we did. And uh, I went from bored to confused mm-hmm. to attempting to guess the plot to rage and then a full on addiction to this show. Obsessed. I'm just wondering if this is teen trash. Like, is it, is this a, is this a series that I, as a 36 year old male should be watching? This is a series that people of all ages have been watching. And that really surprises me. Cause I mean, I'm not seeing people much older than me watch like the iCarly reboot. Yeah. But when Outer Banks came out, I was like, this is really teeny bobber. In the first episode, I thought, you know, I'm not really going to be into this, but I've got, it was quarantine, so I had nothing better to do. Yeah. And immediately, so into it. And I think the rest of the world is kind of on my level. I think, uh, what was this? This came out early, early 2020. The Summer first season. Summer 2020, yeah. Summer 2020 came out. Uh, Outer Banks is a show on Netflix, for those that don't know. And I feel like it's kind of a cross between... Like Goonies. Goonies and... Into the Blue. It's so good. And Laguna Beach. It's very much like (laughs) these teenagers who live on the outer banks of North Carolina, but also their parents are not really involved with their lives, so they have the freedom to... Yeah. You know, lie and cheat and steal and... It's the rich versus the poor. It's the rich versus the poor. But it's all about this treasure 
that you come to find out. Uh, I am through season one now. Mm-hmm. However, Casey, my wife, who when it comes to stories, books, movies, uh, she has to know what happens. She can't stop. She cannot stop. She can't stop. It's the craziest thing. Like, I will fall asleep within two pages of reading a, a book. Right. And she's like through the book in a day. She stayed up until 4.30 in the morning on Sunday morning. Oh, Trying my to finish gosh. this. Yeah. Like, didn't wake up until 11.30 on Sunday morning. Oh, I'm so happy about it. <laughs> I love that. That's what, as soon as season two came out, me and the gingerbread man got all our snacks, made a little fort on the couch, and said, we're not leaving. Yeah. So we finished this. So I will say, if you, if you are an adult at this point, like... Just give in. Just it's like yeah, TikTok. Give in. Just give in because it's Just better than you think give it is. In. I feel like it's it's not a, like I'm justifying it with the fact that I'm like a huge National Treasure fan. I love the Goonies. I love adventure. And I had nightmares about this. Like you, you had talked mm-hmm. about how this is kind of a stressful thing to watch. I was like, okay. It can give you okay, some real Casey. anxiety at some yeah. point. So uh, <laughs> in my dreams, my my wife died twice. I don't know how that happens, but uh, okay. that's there's a there's some death that happens in this series, and I think that that just translated into my dreams. Yeah. Uh, as I'm like running from people and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's so. so good. I'm so glad you watched it. I just recently took a Netflix recommendation from a friend as well about the show Heist or the series Heist. Okay. Um, and I'm not really somebody who's into heisty type of things and the the thriller, the action movie, the money, guns, violence stuff. Yeah. But it's actually so good. So that's the next thing. That's the next thing. Because there's only two seasons of, of Outer, Banks. Outer Banks. So the next thing is Heist. Okay. Yeah. So first things first, get through this because nothing's better. <laughs> and then we'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to thank you for the weekend addiction. Thank you. If you're, you're also welcome. watching, you can let us know. Remy and Casey. All right. This is not about Jeff Bezos, but it is kind of about Jeff Bezos, but it's not about Jeff Bezos. Okay. Okay. Because a lot of people hate, most people hate Jeff Bezos. <laughs> uh, but this is an interesting post that I saw. So there's a company called... CBT soft serve and what they do is they basically service you know like McDonald's soft serve ice cream makers oh, okay. and like commercial soft soft serve ice cream makers and this guy posted up and he said I don't expect you to believe what I'm about to tell you but it's 100% true I'm trying to mentally process this I just did an ice cream delivery to a guy that now has CVT which I believe stands for chocolate vanilla twist on tap in his house 24-7. Thank you, Jeff Bezos, for being our first residential client. What the actual F. So Jeff Bezos (laughs) has a soft serve machine in his house. This reminds me of like the one that was sitting in my college cafeteria. Yes, exactly like that. Yes. So nothing super fancy, right? It's not right. it's not like the fanciest of gear, but it's weird that that is in a residential residential home. And I just want to ask him, like, do you actually eat much ice cream? Are you actually going down there for a midnight snack like twice a week? Or do you just need somewhere to put your money? That's a good question. Because I could think of places. He's a pretty fit guy, you know? Yeah. And obviously ice cream probably isn't the healthiest thing to eat all the time. Why would you need an unlimited amount of ice cream? There are starving children everywhere that I need know. ice cream, soft-serve ice cream. <laughs> soft-serve ice cream. I'm, I'm sure that Jeff Bezos does plenty of good things with his money, too. But if that, if 
he needs somewhere to spend it. I could totally make him a list. I was going to say, Casey, if you had an unlimited amount of money, what would go in your house? I would want like the fun things. I would want to kind of live out my childhood wants and dreams when it comes to like a spiral staircase from the first to the second story and a fireman's pole down from like one story to the next and a slide that goes from the top of the house all the way down to the basement or the top story to the basement. That would be so much fun. You remember the movie Blank Check? Nope. (laughs) You don't remember that movie? I don't know what you're talking about. It's totally a Disney movie. It was a kid that basically had he could write he wrote his own check. He got oh. a check through some some uh some criminal guys and then he ended up putting a water slide from the top of the home, like the second story, into a pool in the backyard. Oh fun. So kind of like that's that. what I'm talking about. You want a Google slide in your home. I want the fun stuff, yeah. I also want some fun stuff. But I say screw an elevator. I want an escalator. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. I just want to stand on my stairs and have them take me all around my house. That's gotta be oh, like an airport escalator. Uh, it doesn't matter where. Or just a, like a stair like escalator. Like a mall escalator. That's going to be one steep escalator. Are you, are you talking about a moving sidewalk? Is that what you're talking about? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'll take one of those too. Why not? I have unlimited money. You're, not, you're like, yeah, I'll just put one of those around the yard. I kind of want a dumb waiter because I always thought those were cool. Where you like open the door and you get uh-huh. to like ship food up and down from the kitchen. I want a canopy to lay in. Think about like a 40 foot foyer. Like a yurt. And then there's like a canopy of like straps above and you just kind of oh, you can lay like up there. like when you're on a boat and then they have those net canopies that you can lay in coming off the sides. Exactly. Exactly like that. I want a giant coral tank in the basement. You've really put thought into 50, this. 50,000 gallons at least. Like I want to build a house around it. Oh my gosh. Totally soundproof studio so I can escape. And do what? Well, I could record music. I could record uh, voice Radio stuff. Radio things. I could sit there. And do nothing and hear nothing. True. Life is very loud right now. And of course, a movie butter popcorn machine. That would be my unlimited. That would be like my soft serve ice cream would be to just have fresh popcorn always. That would be awesome. Yeah, Remy the popcorn guy for sure. Love me some popcorn. What do you think about cotton candy? I'll eat it. I've been so into it lately. <laughs> really? I've been thinking about like, because you know, cotton candy machines, have you ever worked one? I've never worked one. I used to do that a lot in college and for like the events and stuff. And I always think, I wonder how much this would cost. Like for family events or like having like barbecues of friends over a cotton candy machine. Yeah. I'm into that. All the cotton candy rental people are like, I'm going to call. Casey needs cotton candy. <laughs> call me. Because <laughs> they do rent those. 314-954-9230. If you had unlimited money, what would you do with it? Uh, I went to the Facebook page and one dude posted something political and I was like this is not the point this, no. uh, just have a second to dream it's a Monday right have have a second <laughs> to get off your horses yeah and have a dream you can go to Facebook and you can post up what you would do with your unlimited money or you can always call us 314-954-9230 let's dream on a Monday because it's always fun to dream right sure <laughs> I just felt like I needed to get a little You're softer a Disney movie into the song thank you I'll take that as a compliment to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Darius Rucker, love him. Mm-hmm. You love him? I do love him. Everyone loves him. He gave he gave me a free bottle of whiskey one time. Did I he lo- really? I will always love Darius Rucker. <laughs> That's so nice. So he has this, I think it's an annual benefit called Darius Rucker and Friends for St. Jude. Mm-hmm. This year he did it over this past weekend and he raised... Guess over under 
$300,000. I'm going to say he raised $439,000. $410,000. So close. $410,000. That's like a really decent house. Is this a is this a golf outing? No, it's a concert. Mm. But I wouldn't doubt that he would do a golf outing as a fundraiser with his friends as well. Yeah. But this in particular, it's a concert where Darius Rucker and his friends literally just mess around at the Ryman Auditorium and people pay money to come watch. And when I say that, think about when we went to go see Luke Bryan last week, your favorite part of the show was what? When Dylan Scott... What? Him, him dancing? Him <laughs> <laughs> no. When Dylan Scott got on stage and completely pushed aside all the new country music and only played like melodies of old songs that he liked. Yes. Or whenever Luke Bryan was out there and he was like, Runaway June, Dylan Scott, come sing a song with me. And they didn't have a plan. Like they didn't know what they were going to do. They just like broke into whatever song someone shouted out. Yeah. That's so cool, and that's exactly what this concert was. So Darius Rucker and his closest friends, and some of them not even being artists, some of them being actual, like, golf superstars. Do you know who John Daly is? Yeah. John Daly showed up. Kind of a big deal. I don't know him, but I don't know anything about golf. He hung out on stage with Darius, and other artists like Jason Aldean, Runaway June, and Brothers Osborne all showed up. To help play around, and that, I mean, they didn't play any of like their own music, really. They all just got on stage and played songs that they liked, like "Highway to Hell," and that's awesome. A Marvin Gaye song. Yeah, I kind of like. I kind of like this it, because I, I feel like we're so used to the concerts where everything is on like a schedule, and you know what songs coming, and sometimes they even post the set list on websites so you know what they're going into what the encore is and this is very much fly by the seat of your pants kind of thing and i really like that a lot it's cool that it was just like a fun little hey let's all hit up the ryman auditorium hit the stage and we'll see what happens we'll just have a fun time yeah and then all the proceeds will go to a great cause the brothers osborne made a comment and said that the most fun they had ever had playing music was with darius rucker on tour and so this is one of their favorite events that he does i had a thought that uh i challenged courtney from the courtney show to a golf duel just her and i (laughs) she plays like every other day i swear she's always golfing and i golf like twice a year and i think she's scared like i think she was scared and then i thought well why don't we just do it with the whole building and like with the Riz show and the Courtney show mm-hmm. and get you uh, man and all the ESPN guys. Like, I feel like we should do some big golf outing. That would be a lot of fun. raise money like Darius did for, you know, a charity of, of choice. That'd be a lot of, of fun. I know a lot of people in this building that would be down with that. And I would love to see Courtney whoop you. Mm, I just, I don't <laughs> think it would happen. We'll have to figure it it out. (laughs) Anyway, if you want to see more about Darius Rucker and Friends for St. Jude, I'll post about that to our socials. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Delmar Lube Trolley that costs taxpayers tens of millions of dollars now asking for more of your money to get back on track. The public will soon have the chance to speak out on whether the Delmar Lube Trolley should get another $1.2 million in federal tax dollars. The Federal Transit Agency said that the trolley is eligible for the money, but it's up against like 15 other organizations for that money. They said that that would allow them to operate for another two years and would be free to ride. This is so tough. Like, so 
I'm so for putting money back into this city and especially like city um, touristy places. Yeah. But this trolley seems like something that should have been gone a long time ago. I've personally <laughs> never even seen it move. I can't. I mean, all you hear about are stories about how they turn it on. And the ish hits a building yeah. or it hits a bus and it just doesn't seem like it's meant to be anymore. I think maybe keep the lot, like keep the trolley lines in the street just as like a fun little memory. <laughs> Something to trip over when you're leaving when the you're pageant. When you're walking, <laughs> put the trolley, put it permanently down somewhere. You know how they put like a train caboose down in a park? Put it up somewhere in the loop as like a commemoration. You can take pictures with it. So you can take pictures with it. it Maybe was... you can get inside and it's a cool little experience inside of it. But we don't need to be putting our money into that to this to this extent. There was only, you know, it was only a $50 million project. So no big thing. And it's been shut down since December of 2019 when it ran out of money. It just doesn't, it's not very practical. And I'd like to say that that's like the Del Mar Loop is like a tourist destination, but it really isn't. I mean, you're really not going down to the loop unless you're in the area, right? Unless you're around town and you're going to a concert or you specifically are going to the Moonrise Hotel or you're yeah. specifically going to play like bowling down there. Otherwise, I don't necessarily see it as... I don't think the trolley's necessary. I immediately think of the Arch, the St. Louis Aquarium, and the St. Louis Zoo for like the three places that you're going if you're a tourist. I don't really see that as a as a tourist destination. Anyways. Tourist. Tourist. Uh, it is still breathing. <laughs> the Del Mar trolley uh, is not dead yet. Next story, bell bottoms weren't ever really considered high fashion, but they're apparently being reinvented again. Were they not high fashion in like the no. 70s? No. The 80s? It was a hippie thing. Multiple luxury brands are putting out baggy flared dress pants, which definitely have a bell-bottom vibe. The wide opening at the bottom is more subtle than the classic bell-bottoms, but it's big enough and low enough to mostly hide your shoes. And this is apparently something that's coming back. Like right now, it's it's high fashion New York fashion kind of like mm -hmm. runway stuff. I bought a pair. You bought a pair? A few weeks ago, yeah. Really? They mm -hmm. cover your shoes? They do cover my shoes. Wow. Yeah. They flare. So we're going we're going beyond the mom jeans now. And I've got both. I'm sticking to both for right now because I think we're at a time where a few different pairs of jeans are in all at once. Like we've passed the skinny jeans period. Yeah. And now we're into the mom jeans, high-waisted flare, really bringing back the 70s, 80s, and 90s kind of all at once. So do you wear them to work or do you wear them? Is it like a specific, like, I need to go out in these jeans? Um, Because I just bought them, I'm saving them first as like a concert set of jeans. Yeah. So when it's not 100 degrees out, but essentially I would wear them anywhere. Okay. These are also for dudes too. That's what they were saying. Oh, totally. I don't know about the flared bell bottom things. I did that once. I uh, don't know if I can go back. <laughs> you watch your words. You never know. You never know. Uh, we'll be at the next concert in bell bottoms. Next story, Casey, are you a patient or an impatient person? I would say I'm pretty patient. Two-thirds of Americans agree. They also say that they're patient people in general. That includes one in four who said they're very patient. 43 said, 43% said they're somewhat patient. And 22% said they're impatient. But I also think a lot of people think that they're patient because I think everybody's moving at their own speed. Yeah. So you think you're being patient, but in reality, you might be really fiery compared to other people. It depends on what it is. Say it's like a, I, I remember getting a new MacBook Pro and leaving it in the box for like a week and a half because mm -hmm. I just didn't have time to like actually set it up and 
be with it. Do it right, yeah. However, if I am behind you in an airport TSA security check and you are just taking all your dang time, Uh then I'm very impatient. So I think I'd probably be on the back half of that bell curve a little bit. Yeah. Leaning more towards impatient. Cardinals shut out the Pirates yesterday, three to nothing. They'll play again tomorrow in Detroit. First pitch at 645. Time for Remy versus Casey. We're getting to the end of the month here. A tight battle as it grows. Allison and Baldwin, Melissa and Bethalto. Allison, you were on the phone phone first. So do you want, or who do you think is going to win, Remy or Casey? Uh, Casey. All right, she's going with Casey. We'll see if she's right today. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. It's Monday and Casey's got an eight to seven lead this month. Do you feel me? I'm creeping up. I'm starting to and I don't yeah. like it. Yeah, here I am. Hey. Don't say <laughs> it like that. Gosh, I'm just envisioning like a dark alley and me coming up like, hey, what's oh, up? Oh, stop. No. Hey, okay. hey. We don't need that kind of energy around here. Okay. So we've got just over a week <laughs> left in this game. Uh, Remy, uh, did you win last month? No, of course you didn't win. No, I did win month. last did month, you? but last month didn't count. We decided that this month was going to be the month that counted. This month, we are bringing back our penalties. <laughs> and when Remy loses, I already have his penalty lined up. Perfect. Fantastic. Perfect. We'll I find out what that is here in probably about a week or so. Yeah. Uh, the game today, what came first? Is the game Remy? You won on Friday. So, Casey, make your way on out to the hallway. Remy will go first today. She just got comfortable, though. <laughs> no. Sorry. <laughs> So easy game here. Remy just has to decide which of the two options came first. Here we go. Question number one, Remy. What came first from Luke Bryan? Was it the song Drink a Beer? Of course, I have the same song for both. (laughs) (laughs) He ain't my boy. He is my boy. Okay, here we go. Mm -hmm. What came first, Remy, for Luke Bryan? Was it the song Drink a Beer or the song That's My Kind of Night? That's My Kind of Night. Question number two. What came first, the Riz Show... Or the fast lane. Two shows in the building. Hmm. Long time shows in the building. What came first, the Riz show or the fast lane? This doesn't include like staff changes, does it? Like the actual show the title? The actual show title, yes. Uh, I'm going to say the Riz show. Question number three. What came first, the Mini Cooper or the Hummer? That's a trick question. We were talking about vehicles the other day. I was trying to get you to buy a Hummer. What came first? I'm going to say, I want to say Mini Cooper, but I think it's Hummer. I think it's Hummer. Question number four, Remy. What came first, the Big Mac or the Egg McMuffin? Big Mac. Two delicious options. And the final question here today. What came first, the movie Home Alone or the movie Dazed and Confused? Home Alone was 1991. Dazed and Confused came first. All right. How do you feel? Uh, Not awesome. I don't feel awesome about those at all. Not awesome as Casey is making her way in. You bombed a uh, question last week about one of these topics. We'll see if you you did better today. We will see. Casey, the game today, what came first? Question number one for you. What came first from Luke Bryan? Drink a beer or that's my kind of night? That's my kind of night. Question number two. What came first? The Riz Show or the Fast Lane? Oh, I know nothing about ESPN. Oh, thanks, Casey. <laughs> thanks for listening. Uh, the Riz Show. Question number three. What came first, the Mini Cooper or the Hummer? Both vehicles Ooh. Remy is currently considering. They're small and the, and the big. <laughs> I'm going to go with Hummer. Question number three, or four, no, question number four. What came first, Casey, the Big Mac 
or the egg McMuffin? I think the uh, the, the egg McMuffin came first. And question number five, the last one for you. What came first, the movie Home Alone or the movie Dazed and Confused? Oh, Dazed and Confused. Okay. How do you feel, Casey? Also extremely unsure. All these things happened before I was around. Do you feel like these questions were hard today or harder than normal? Uh, it's the same. Okay. Really? I never have any clue. <laughs> going to be honest with you guys because I'm a straight shooter. This may have been the most despicable performance <laughs> in this game all around that we've awesome. seen so far. Awesome. Let's go over these. Question number one. What came first from Luke Bryan? The song Drink a Beer or That's My Kind of Night? You both said That's My Kind of Night. It was drink a beer no. two years earlier. What really? 2011. That's my kind of night. Was 2013. Oh my gosh. Okay. So not off to a great start. Uh, number two. What came first, the Riz Show or the Fast Lane? Casey says she knows absolutely nothing about ESPN, and it hurt my feelings. Nothing. ESPN's The Fast Lane came first. Wait, oh. wait, I have a question. With all the same like guys that are doing it now? No, he, and he he asked the question. It was just the show name. Got it. Yeah, so. Okay, the show itself. Got yeah. it. So, Over uh, the years. The Fast Lane was 2009. The Riz Show was 2014. 2009. From what I'm wow. wow. So dates back a while. Uh, nothing, nothing so far. Question number three. What came first, the Mini Cooper or the Hummer? You both said Hummer. It was Mini Cooper. (laughs) I just figured with, like, the military and everything. I just figured with the word Mini that there was an original Cooper, and apparently there's not. (laughs) There's a full-size Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Uh, The Mini Cooper was 1959. It's been around for a minute. Wow. Okay. 1992 for the Hummer. Interesting. So nothing, nothing so far. Uh bounce around here. What came first? The movie Home Alone or Dazed and Confused? Home Alone was in 1990. Dazed and Confused was 1993. Gross. Home Alone came first. We did it. Nothing. We both said the same. On that one. Yeah, you both said Dazed and Confused. So we are tied up. A battle. Zero, zero. This is wild. (laughs) The last question. It all comes down to this. What came first, the Big Mac or the Egg McMuffin? Oh, we did have a different answer on this. Casey said the Egg McMuffin. Remy, you said the Big Mac. Debuting in 1967. The first of the two, the delicious Big Mac. Remy wins. Yeah, yeah. With one. <laughs> it's a pitcher's duel, baby. If he knows anything, it's that McDonald's. Let's go, girl. 1967 for the Big Mac, 1971 for the Egg McMuffin. Fill my mouth with special sauce. Let's go. Remy. 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 Let it be known that you did not get any of those right. Zero <laughs> out of five. Zero for five on yeah. a Monday. Uh, sorry, Allison. That means Melissa is our big winner today in Bethalto. Melissa, do you want to go see Chris Stapleton or Jason Aldean? Your choice. Um, Jason Aldean. All right, Allison, we got the Chris Stapleton tickets for you. Hang on the line. We'll get your information, and we'll go brush up on uh, what came first. Oh, man, that was no good. <laughs> that was not a good, not a good round, but it was fun at the end because I won. Right today, and I think I might have a Big Mac to celebrate. Oh, whoa! <laughs> has one cheap meal and he flies off the rails. Remy and Casey. Casey, I need to know if I'm overreacting. Okay. Okay. 
and I feel like you're a good barometer for overreaction, underreaction. Oh, thank you. That's yeah. great to know that I'm level-headed. Yeah, you you are very level-headed in that way. So my side of the family is taking family photos this weekend. This is so weird because my family was just yesterday talking about, hey, we should schedule family photos. Well, I wonder if your family photos end up like my family photos. It's been a couple years since we last got family photos and my brother and sister have both had children since uh-huh. we had those. So, so I get time. it. I get it. I understand we need to include those little people in our family. That's fine. But what happened to the good old days where you could just show up to a photo studio and take some shots and leave? Oh, like a JCP Studio Center? Yes. No. Sears, whatever. No. My My sister sent a color palette, which nobody is following, and most of those colors are hard to find. Colors that we are supposed to wear for this photo shoot. Wait, I've got, here's the thing. I appreciate a color palette, but I got to see it. I want to know. Do you have it? (sighs) Find it in your text thread and then show it to me. I don't think it was ever in my text thread. I think it was just like my sister sending it to my wife. Oh, well, smart. We're getting them taken at the golden hour at the end of the day. That's on Saturday. Yeah, they're going to be nice and um, pretty, like great lighting. When did family photos become wedding photos? When did they become an engagement session? When Facebook happened. Good Lord. Because it's... when Facebook happened, people, beca- the millennials became photographers. And then you know what happened? They got good at it. Mm. And then everyone left the JCP studios. And they started going out into cornfields. It's going to be a hundred an hour. It's going to be 150 degrees outside this weekend. No, it's going to be sweaty. It's still Monday. It, I just, I understand why people in the photos, you know, like over a family fireplace, right? Envision with me this, a photo, uh, an olden photo of olden times where man and woman are, sit- are seated and they are not smiling. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. I think that those photos should be the thing now because they're way more tolerable you're than the only photos now. saying that because of convenience. Do you know, I I figured this out. I figured out why. Because. You're a dad. No. Partially. We, whenever we stopped using film cameras, that's when we had unlimited digital pictures that we could take. So you could take all these weird photos where it's like, hey, pretend like you're talking to each other in oh. a line of people. Because that's how you like normally talk, right? Candids, yeah. Walk towards me naturally. I just can't handle it. I cannot handle it. And the kids are not going to, like, they're not going to show up. They're just going to be like, uh, can we go to Target or no, get ice cream do now? No, you're going to just fine. And it's going to be way more fun. And I think, like, I, I think it'll be way more fun. And I think the photos are going to turn out really nice. And I think your sister's got the right idea. All you have to do is find a burgundy colored shirt or whatever the color palette is and show up. It was like muted earth tones. Oh, so like nudes. Nudes. Like nude colors. nude green and nude nude. Earthy. Earthy tones. Yeah. Anyways, I still have to find something. Wait, where are you taking these? At some like, I'm taking them back in my hometown at some like old castle thing. Okay, so I know dumb. what you're talking about now. So dumb. No, I think that you are overreacting. And I think that it's going to be just fine. And your parents and your wife and your sister and your kids will cherish these photos for years <laughs> to come. So I think it will be fine. And while I you're think, there, you can get your hair cut. And I figured out how to make it stop. I just need to tell my brother and sister to stop having babies because we're done. That's we're true, done. too. That My family hasn't taken family pictures since I was, I think we figured I was 19. 
the last time we all took family photos. That's a proper age range, right? The 10 years, that's a perfect, like every right. 10 years. Every 10 years, let's go get it done. This. Yes. Yeah, so I think now. I'll even get a vasectomy so there's no chance that we need to take more We've family We've been waiting photos. on that for years from you. <laughs> well, I think you're bluffing for real. See, you're going to be the one. You guys are going to take these family pictures, and in two years, Remy's going to be like, dang it, another one. <laughs> another one. Got to go take them family pics again. Got to go back to the castle. Yep. Oh, man, so maybe I am overreacting. We'll let you know how it goes uh, after this weekend is over. It'll be great. Nobody likes real news. This is the unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Everybody, everybody collects something, and for these folks, that might be aluminum. Casey, what do you collect? Do you collect hearts. Hearts? What does that even mean? Like broken hearts of boys. Oh, wow. Okay. I don't think I collect anything for real. So we were talking about weird conventions last week. Yeah. And there was a convention over the weekend called the Canvention. It was here in St. Louis. The Brewery Collectibles Club of America, formerly the Beer Can Collectibles Club of America, began right here in St. Louis 50 years ago. These people just get together and they show off the cans. <laughs> they do like old school, like Bud cans, Pepsi, Check out this can. Coke. Check out my can. My can's older than your can. It was apparently supposed to be last year, but nothing happened last year, so they did the version two this year. And uh, some of the some of the images are just there's just cans everywhere. <laughs> Lots of cans. It's the weirdest. Like, I, look, I collect coral. I went to a coral convention where they sold coral at tables, and I think that this can thing might be weirder than that. I would like to be interested. Like, I would like to see if. Maybe I should go in real life and then I'll care, but I don't know. I just can't see. We need to go to weird conventions. I think that's what the bottom line to, here is. Oh my gosh. We need to figure out the weird conventions that are coming to St. Louis and, and Casey, just show up. Remy and Casey need to go there. We need to get a camera crew with us and we need to just ask questions. You know what I mean? I agree. Just be in the, be in the moment and the learn. Why are you so obsessed with cans? Yeah, what's what's the deal with this? What is it? How much is it worth? And is why do you keep it in your kitchen on a shelf? Do you drain the can? Do you? Do you? Do you take the liquid out? What happens if you break it? These are all good questions that we would have had for the convention had we known that the convention was happening. Interesting. Do you have any cool cans? No, no cans. Mm. I'm trying to get to the next story. Okay. Next story. A new poll suggests that more people believe in UFOs. Casey, do you believe in UFOs? No. A new Gallup poll reveals that 41% of adults say some UFOs are alien spacecraft visiting from other planets. 50%, meanwhile, say UFOs can be explained by things including human activity. So, like, if someone were to send a drone up in the sky or it was like a weather balloon or something like that. They don't like that? No, they do. They, they oh. just think that it can be explained. Whereas I feel like every UFO is some like alien dude with a big head like cruising through Earth. Like, what up? We got better technology. See ya. I totally believe aliens are out there. I totally believe they're zipping through space however they do. Um, You'd wonder why they would come here, though. But I never look up in the sky and think that's a UFO. I usually think that's a plane. <laughs> <laughs> or that's a drone. No, that's an IFO. That's an identifiable flying object. Casey. Okay. Well, they're all IFOs to me. <laughs> and if they're UFOs, I'm not thinking aliens. <laughs> 
I am. Next story. Walnuts may be the healthy snack that really is the key to longer life. Last week, we did a story on how nuts, like eating nuts, can help you live a longer life. Well, they've honed it down into walnuts specifically. Just get a couple handfuls of walnuts per week. Eat those. Biggest longevity boost as far as the nut family is concerned. That's it? Just a handful of nuts a week and you'll be living longer? Two or three times a week. That's why I've been eating walnuts every morning in my oatmeal. What? <laughs> you. I, d- uh, I mean. It says eating five or more servings weekly shows connection to a 14% drop in the risk of death from all causes. Oh my gosh, the risk of death. I'm not a big fan of nuts, but this is making me want to try harder. Yeah, you should eat more nuts in your life, I'm just saying, because it will make you live longer. Last week, we started talking about this, and I've been thinking about it ever since. You've been thinking about pickles ever since. (laughs) So last week, I asked Remy and our game master, Meat, what they knew about the pickle on the off-ramp of Manchester and 270. And I knew nothing. No one knew anything. They I, didn't even I know never, what I was talking I'd about. I've never even seen it. I never noticed it. There was always a pickle jar sitting on the ramp when you get on to 270 North. And I've noticed it probably like a year or two ago. And every single time, which I, I'm on that ramp like at least every other day. I'm looking for it, making sure it's still there. If it's not there, there's a different jar. Like the jar changes. Mm-hmm. If it's gone one day, you bet it's back the next. And I asked the guys what they knew about it. They knew nothing. But what we did find is there's a whole Facebook group called Team Pickle into Pear. In this Facebook group, they make sure that that jar of pickles stays on that ramp. Or multiple jars of pickles. Or multiple. Because yesterday I drove down the ramp, there were three jars on it. <sighs> this is such a weird thing. Like on August 5th, someone posted, Pickles gone, sad face. 8, 5, 21 at 1 p.m. And then <laughs> there was a, a woman that commented and she said, Fake news, pickle jar still there. <laughs> they keep it, they they keep this thing updated. I mean, there's pickle recipes on this Facebook page. There's pickle memes. If you're a pickle fan, you need to go join this Facebook group because it's wild. But most importantly, they keep watch over these pickle jars on the ramp. And one woman actually posted earlier in August and she said, hey, I, I used to live in St. Louis. I don't live there anymore, but I remember these pickles. Um, did anybody ever solve the mystery? And the most profound thing I've seen on this entire page is someone commented and said, the best mysteries are always unsolved, aren't oh. they? So why do we need to solve it? Why can't we just enjoy it? Gosh, that is so true. So I was like, you know what? That's kind of true. I've been looking for the answer to this for so long, and there probably is no answer. I woke up this morning, and I was like, you know what fulfills me? Not knowing pickle mysteries. <laughs> and so that's how I live my life today. That's how. That's what got me up this morning. Monday, pickles. <laughs> <laughs> here's my here's my proposition. What are you doing today, Casey? I uh, say say nothing. All right, not much. I want you to go get a a jar of pickles, okay? And we we drive over this 270 olive intersection every single day. Olive to 270. We need to make Team Pickle Creve Core a Facebook page. So now, do you think it will happen, or do you think the Creve Core police? who are usually doing nothing about that time of day, right. <laughs> are going to be like, no, it's littering, and we're going to find you now. The Get Corp. the pickles out of Creve Corps. <laughs> you know, they belong in pair. The Creve Corps police really do just, like, hang 
They're out waiting. there. Waiting. They're, they're out there. They, they pulled me over one morning for doing an illegal U-turn at four o'clock in the morning and then came back and they're like, sir, we couldn't find anything from like 13 years. So you're good. So you're like, good. Just don't go. do it again. Okay, cool. Sure. So I'm wondering if they're going to get crazy about the pickles, but I think we should do it. I think should we should we, attempt should it. Should they be a jar of pickles or should it be a jar of something else <sighs> to distinguish between the two places? I don't know. What's Creepcore known for? Broken we ne- hearts. We need to find that out. Ducks. Geese walking across the street. <laughs> put a stuffed goose up there? I don't know. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're if gonna... you get off 270 onto Olive, you better be watching. Yeah. Something's going to be there tomorrow morning. Team something Creed Core is coming. <laughs> it's coming. You just, you just wait and see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the meantime, go check out the Team Pickle Facebook page. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And the pickles will always be there because as Susan says, the pickle gods have blessed us with another jar. That they have. They have. Go check it out now. It's 92.3 WIL. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with KC Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Just some personal news, life updates for some of our country stars. So we know Granger Smith, he was just here uh, in July. Yeah. June, July. He and his wife just had their fourth baby. Nice. It just came, I think, last week. Maverick Beckham, who they named in a creative way after the son that they lost, River. So excited for them, happy for them. And also news that Jimmy Allen, so you know Jimmy Allen got married back in May. Mm-hmm. With his crazy like tux, his purple tux thing. Yeah, with his pink tux and it was- I liked it. A secret wedding that happened and we found out after, which is awesome. He recently dished that, by the way, we haven't officially announced this, but we've actually been married for over a year. What? We got married last summer. Wow. Yeah. And I guess it was whenever they found out that they were pregnant again, that they were like, oh, let's just have a wedding. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, teach their own. I guess they wanted to get have it official before they actually celebrated it with everybody else. I think, well, I think they maybe did it just in between, like between the two of them as an intimate thing. Yeah. And then maybe took a year to like plan and stuff or, you know, decide, oh, we're going to have another baby let's like plan it and actually have a ceremony for all of our family to celebrate too but they said you know even after they got married privately it all felt the same everything felt the same because they already had their daughter Naomi together yeah but it was when they got married publicly with all their family there and all of their friends there and the world saw the pictures they said that's when it felt like a whole new stage of marriage it felt like another honeymoon stage so that's kind of exciting for them that they got to have that experience twice, but also in a really cool way that now is like their new honeymoon stage. But then pretty soon they're going to have another baby stage. Yeah, there's so much new life happening in the country world. I, I feel like I need a list of all of the country artists that had babies over the last two years. There's so many babies. Can't keep track. <laughs> they're spiraling. <laughs> Morgan Wallen, 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. That's how people in St. Louis would say his name, Morgan. Morgan Lawrence. Morgan Wallen. Tracy Lawrence. <laughs> uh, we have come to the end of the show today. Casey, what was your favorite part? Um, oh, I kind of liked whenever we talked about the pickles on 270. Yeah. So this is a follow-up conversation that we had about the pickles on Friday. We talked about the pickles on the, what is it? Manchester. Manchester to 270. 270. There's just been pickles there since as long like as we can remember. 2012. Yeah. 
So we were thinking about doing our own thing. We might have something in the works now for our overpass because we are a 270 and olive. Mm -hmm. So that's uh, a little hint, I guess. What, what could it be? <laughs> uh, what could it be? That's the big question. My favorite part of the show is venting about family photos. Oh, yeah. I appreciate you for bringing me back down to earth a little bit, Casey, but I do think that family photos are a little bit overblown these days. Like we don't need matching color palettes. We don't need to go out during golden hour. We don't need those Instagram photos. What would but you rather? Well, we're taking them. I, I told you, I want to sit stoic-like in like a dark room <laughs> on a fancy chair and just like sit there with my family with no smiles. That's, That's probably more doable. They had, they had it down back in the 1900s. I'll say that. And you told me how obsessed you are with Outer Banks ever since I recommended it to you. If yes. you had to... If you had to, you know, tell me, do you see yourself as more of a John B or like a I'm topper? Not a, not a JJ or a, I'm definitely a John B. Definitely John I B. I know. I think you're a Pope. I am a Pope. I think you're a little. A little weird. A little wussy, but like also <laughs> very cool. <laughs> He's only watched the first season for anybody who knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Obsessed with Outer Banks. Uh, thanks to Casey's recommendation. So we've been doing that a lot lately. Uh, we don't say this enough, but thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. And we will see you again tomorrow. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from 6 to 10 a.m. on 92.3 WIL on your radio. Or download the 92.3 WIL app. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.